اعوذ باللہ من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم لا الہ الا اللہ محمد رسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم I greet you my brothers and if there are sisters, are there sisters that come to the house? Okay, with the most beautiful greeting, the greeting of Salaam, Assalamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh. Alhamdulillah, today I have the opportunity to present my 85th Jummah English lecture around the country, Alhamdulillah. And that I get to do it on the first 10 days of this sacred month where Allah amplifies rewards because these 10 days are told to us to be the greatest 10 days they are the first 10 days in the sacred month of Dhul Hijjah Dhul Hijjah is one of the four months that is regarded as sacred before it is Dhul Qaeda and after it is Muharram and Rajab is the fourth and it's mentioned in the Quran that there are four sacred months so it's an honor and a privilege to be here in Pelican Park and uh, shukran to Maulana Abdul Karim for giving me this opportunity to talk to you about the most important thing that I believe that can be spoken about and that is our Iman that is the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we know that this is the time of the first 10 days and the beloved Prophet Muhammad in the hadith, the two hadiths that are quoted that say these are the most virtuous days. And that whatever you do in these days is amplified. So just to remind you that whatever ibadat you do and make an intent to do ibadat in whatever form that is, especially in these 10 days, because the reward of it is extreme you know it's intense it's something that Allah has blessed us with and it's an opportunity so that's one of the things that I wanted to speak about which is the first 10 days of this month and of course it leads to the Hajj and the Hajj is a is a pillar of Islam and anybody who has the means of health and finances is uh, upon them to perform the Hajj and this is in the glorious Quran there are verses where Allah says perform the Hajj and perform Umrah etc etc and that the Hajj is a, an event that is got to do with one of the most respectable prophets of Allah and that is Ibrahim so today usually I enjoy speaking about our beloved Prophet Muhammad the greatest man who ever lived, the greatest human being who ever lived. Uh, because of him and his sacrifices he brought the most beautiful deen to us. Most remarkable man, even non-Muslims will tell you what a great human being and what a great leader he was, our beloved Prophet Muhammad But today I get the opportunity to speak about Ibrahim because the Hajj is really about him got a lot to do with him and there is a chapter in the glorious Quran called Surah Ibrahim it's honor he has a chapter after him in the Quran and he's mentioned 67 times in the glorious Quran and it is said that him we have chosen him and we have purified him and that he is indeed a friend of Allah so he is given the title friend of Allah Khalilullah he is a friend 
And when we make Birud Ibrahim, we say, Oh Allah, you know, bless the Prophet, our beloved Prophet Muhammad and his followers and his people. The way you blessed Ibrahim and his people. Prosper our Prophet and prosper the people of our Prophet as you prospered Ibrahim and the people of Ibrahim. So he's a very significant personality, very significant. And a lot of people are not aware of you know, what makes him significant. And his family were idolaters. Not only that, they actually made idols. And he spoke about Allah to them. He spoke Allah to his, about Allah to his father. Yaqeen, faith, iman, taqwa. At a time when people were pagan, mushriks, idolaters, he found the truth. He was guided to the truth. And that's why Allah said, make you a leader. And he spoke about worshipping Allah. Not about worshipping. So it's not about worshipping. It's about worshipping Allah. A lot of times we think we are worshipping or people are worshipping. It's very good. He spoke about worshipping Allah. And, and this is the most important thing that makes us believers. There are verses in the Quran that say follow the way of Ibrahim salam, for he was guided and his deen of worshipping Allah is the first pillar of Islam and there is no Islam if somebody does not worship Allah. And the worship of Allah, our beloved Prophet Muhammad salam, through the Quran and through his teaching told us that La ilaha illallah and a lot of us say it but we don't understand what we are saying. You see the Quran tells us to call upon Allah by any of his names. Any of his names. Ar-Rahman. Call up him, upon him by Ar-Rahman. Call him Ar-Rahim. As-Salam. Whatever his names are to. Who is Allah? You see this is a question. And worshipping Allah. So Allah is that which was always. No birth and no death. Allah is the supreme being that is supreme in power, benevolence, compassion, mercy, peace. Allah is the only living one in real terms. Allah is the one that none can be compared with and Allah is Ahad or the unique one. The unique one. There is none and nothing and nobody that is like Allah. And this is the most important thing that makes us believers. That we recognize Allah as unique. Unique. We can't comprehend Allah. But we know that He has no beginning and He has no end. He always was. Always will be. First, before creation, and out of his grace, Kareem, his bounty, out of his love for humanity, creation was created and human beings were created as the noble creatures on the earth that we are with mind, with emotion, with feeling, with choice. To live out of his grace came creation. So Allah is separate from creation. He is the creator. Creation comes 
Second, after Allah. You can't even say second because Allah is first where there is no first and there is. Allah always was. Everything else is from Allah and through Allah. And we are and everything that you see is not the ever-living one. Allah is the ever-living one. You, hundred years ago, were not. Hundred years from now, you will not be. Nothing that we know is permanent except for Allah who has caused us to be because of Him. You and I are here today. We would never be, we would never exist if it was not for that which we call Allah and His grace. Allah is first and Allah is to be recognized and Allah is to be worshipped. Means we say La ilaha, no power, no deities. Nothing in the created world compares with Allah, the unique one. The most Ar-Rahman, the most benevolent. We have color, vision, hearing, taste, touch. We have hands, we have feet. We have oxygen to breathe. The earth spins on its axis. Food grows only because of the one. Only because of that one. Which one? Which one? Call upon Allah by His names. Unique. The one that is truly free of need. See? The created world has need. You need as a body, oxygen, food, water. But Allah is the one free of need. He gave us needs and He fulfills our needs. See? Now we are not aware, we are not aware, we are usually aware of the created world. Our eyes see what's in the created world, our ears, our hands touch what is in the created world and our bodies direct us into the created world and away from the creator. You can go through your day, you can go through your month, you can go through your whole life because you can't see Allah with your eyes and you can't hear Him with your ears. Understand the body can't perceive in this dimension that we are in. It cannot perceive. Vision cannot grasp Allah, but Allah has grasped over all vision. That's what the Quran says. So believers are us who acknowledge the unseen, all-powerful creator. You see, the believers. Who are the believers? This is not a club. Islam is not a club for people who just say we are like this and we are like that, so we are a club. Believers are people who acknowledge and live in the consciousness of a supreme power. Beyond all power that we can know and see. Supreme in benevolence and bounty. The giver of life, the sustainer of life and the maintainer of life. That is what a believer is. And that is what Ibrahim salam was talking to people. But they did not dispute him. They didn't say talking nonsense because he said to them, these things cannot help themselves and they can't help you. You know, what value is it? They said, but we will follow the ways of our fathers. We'll follow the ways. Why do you dispute the ways of our fathers? You see? We in the world believe that there's power in the world. When we are non-believers, when we don't believe, 
We believe that there's power in the world. We make two powers. Allah and something else. And many of us believe there's power in this world. Something or somebody is what we need. We need a job. We need a man. We need a woman. We need money. A lot of us are living our lives thinking that in this world of creation, there is something that we need here. But Allah tells us in the glorious Quran, a beautiful verse, Allah is my welfare. Allah is my welfare. In Him I trust. And to Him I turn. Do you understand? Now many of us might be reading this, but we are living like our business, our work, money, people and things are what we depend on. That is our welfare. See, that is our welfare. If people pay me, I'm okay. If they don't pay me, I'm not okay. We get so attracted to things of this world. We can't do without it. We feel we need it. We'll hurt, steal, cheat, kill for it. We are worshipping other than Allah. Powers, deities that are other than Allah. Understand? When we say La ilaha, no other deity, no God, no nothing, the only real power is the one that was not born, that will not die, that is supreme in power, benevolence, that has given us life, that we are here only because of Allah. We continue to be here only because of Allah. We need nothing. Believers need nothing of this world, yet they have everything of this world because they know they have Allah see believers are one who acknowledge Allah this is the worship of Allah you can do things like the mushriks do things the idolaters do things they worship but they do not worship Allah they do not worship the one that is supreme and they do not place their trust in him Allah says in the glorious Quran tell to the believers to place their trust in Allah. And sufficient is Allah for the believers. It doesn't say, say to mankind, put your trust in Allah. It says, say to the believers who? Those who acknowledge the difference between the creator and the creation. And that the creation has no power, but the creator has power. And that which has caused creation is worthy of our glory, our praising and our thanks. Understand? A believer puts Allah first. For one reason alone is that we come after Allah. Everything in creation is from Allah. And Allah always was. So a believer puts Allah first in awareness. A non-believer puts the dunya first in awareness. What I need, what I want... What I, my desires, my problems. You understand? A lot of us think we're going to Allah because we're making dua. But our duas are not about Allah. Our duas are about ourselves and our problems. We are more interested in us than interested in acknowledging and worshipping Allah as He alone should be worshipped. We think we're praying. We think I'm going, help me, help me. I've got this problem. Please help me. You are more interested in you when you do that than you are interested in Allah. Our attention is to be before us on Allah because if it wasn't for Allah, we would not be. 
Our attention is first on Allah and then on us. Then on our lives. You see? Now, we don't know the beautiful teaching of Ibrahim and what he was calling people to. He was calling people to first being aware. In any situation, a believer is first aware of Allah and then aware of what is going on. Not aware of what is going on and then trying to be aware of Allah. Allah, I got a disease, please help me. No. Verily in the remembrance of Allah, hearts find assurance. When we become aware of Allah, a peace comes upon us. Because we know we don't need anybody but Him. You see, we don't need money. What is money? Pieces of paper and coins that we all act like has power. It has no power. Like the idols, they couldn't do anything. What can money do for itself? What money can money do for you? We think that money has power. We all are in agreement. The green one is 10 rand. You can get a Coke maybe. You know, uh, the brown one is 20 rand. Maybe you can get a burger. The pink one is 50 rand. Maybe you can get, I don't know, something. We are agreeing. But if they change tomorrow and they said tomorrow the currency is uh, feathers, then we'll all agree feathers has power and we'll act like small feathers has little power, more feathers, bigger feathers have bigger power. Money has no power. Nothing in this world is needed. But yet most people don't understand. Allah says, I've given you hearing and sight, intellect and affect that you may be grateful, that you may recognize me. You see, He is the one that we are to turn to, not ourselves. We say, I... Allah is my provider. But you'll be running to get to work, to get your money, to provide for you, for your children. We say Allah sends children with their own risk, but we're thinking, oh, I have to find my children, I don't have enough money, I have to... We say we believe, but do we really believe is the question. Do we really believe is the question. Are we aware of the greatness of Allah really? Are we aware of his sufficiency for us? Really, are we? Because these are his names. As-salam. Allah, we are aware of you as peace. We experience you as peace. And we be peaceful. That is the essence of Allah. When you are peaceful, you are Allah conscious because that's his name. Allah is al-wadud, always loving. Allah, we experience you as always loving. We are aware of you as always loving. We experience your loving for us. And we choose to be loving to our fellow brothers and sisters. See? Allah, you are a rahma, compassionate Rahim. We are aware of your compassion. We live in your compassion. We experience your compassion. And we be compassionate and merciful to our brothers and sisters and family. Allah, you are Kareem, the most bountiful giver. None can give the way you have given us. We are aware of you as Kareem. We experience you as Kareem. And we be givers to others too. How many of us are actually Allah conscious? Because if you were... You would not grieve and you would not fear. The friends of Allah, they do not grieve and they do not fear. And the people who have faith, they do not fear victimization. The Quran says they do not fear oppression. They have Allah. And they know they have Allah. And they use what they have to have what they want through dua. Through dua. 
You see, to make dua, you have to have iman. You have to be a believer. Allah says not for you to find a way out of your problems. It's for him to find a way for you out of your problems. And he finds a way for you. Because look, what did you do to be born? Did you say, I'm hanging around here, I want to be born. I think I'll be born. I think I'll be. You could do nothing to be. You could do nothing to give yourself a body. You can't do anything to continue to be. Allah spins the earth on its axis, allows fruit to grow and animals to be that we can eat. If it wasn't for Allah, we wouldn't be here and we wouldn't continue to be here. There's nothing we can do. Really. But it is arrogance. That verse says, say indeed that I am near. Call upon me and I will surely respond to you. Except those that are arrogant. For them there is grievous consequences. If you think you are alive because of you. If you think that you have what you have because of you. Then that is a denier of Allah. It's called kufr. And your prayers will not be answered. If you think there's power in the world. If you make shirk. Money is what keeps me going. My degree. I've got a business. I don't need to make dua. I'm sorted. I'm a good businessman. I've got a good job. I know how to make money. I don't need to make dua. That is a denial and shirk. And Allah will not respond to you. We are believers. Ask yourself, are you a mu'min? Do you worship Allah? I didn't ask do you worship, I asked you do you worship Allah? Do you recognize Allah as He alone is to be recognized and there is no comparison? Do you experience that peace? We live in a world controlled by our bodies. I told you 100 years ago you went, 100 years from now you won't. Nothing will be 500 years from now that you know. Only Allah who always was will be and continue. And he gave us life and he will give us life again. Because of him. Not because of our hard work going to university and whatever we think is so important from birth to death. We are so focused on birth to death. But Allah tells us the importance of the akhirah. Allah tells us there is more than this world. Seek your portion in this world. It doesn't say deny this world. I'm into enjoying myself and enjoying my life. I am into it. I'm into Allah's blessings. But second, first I am into Iman. My worship is for Allah alone. If you saw me walking down the street, my worship is not to show you that I worship. My worship is for Allah alone. I don't have to speak a certain way, dress a certain way and act a certain way for me to have Iman. Do you understand? My worship is for Allah alone, is not for you. As your worship is for Allah alone, is not for me. It's not for me, it's for you. And Allah is telling us that we are to be aware of the Akhirah. Be aware beyond your death. Don't get too lost here. Don't get too lost here. And that's what we are so lost. We're living like we live forever. We're living like we live forever. The return is to Allah. And while you are here, if you acknowledge Him, if you remember Him, in the way that he is to be acknowledged and remembered that I am aware of you. That's what makes us believers. We live not with an awareness on what we're thinking and what we're feeling and other people and what they're thinking and what they're feeling and what's in the world. As believers, we recognize ghayb, the unseen. Our awareness is on Allah. 
Our awareness is on Allah, not first on myself, what I'm thinking and what I'm feeling and what my problems are and what my desires, or on you. What you're telling me, who you are, what you're about, is not to be on us and other people. And our awareness is not to be on the world first. The world is secondary. The world of creation is secondary. The world of Allah is always. And we can live as believers. As believers, we can live while we're here placing our awareness and attention on Allah. And that's where the miracles happen that you get responded to. I'll complete that translation of those verses. Not for you to find a way out of your problems. It's for Allah to find a way for you out of your problems. See? When Allah finds a way, it will always be from sources unknown, ways unexpected. He is supreme. You don't have to worry. When He decides to provide for you, nothing can stop Him. We think, no, if we want something, we have to do it, get it, do this. Allah provides. I've seen miracles in my life and the lives of the people that I share this knowledge to. He provides out of His grace. And He said that it's not for you to find a way. Allah provides sources unknown, ways unexpected. It's for you to put your faith and trust in Him. And sufficient is He for you, for those who put their faith and trust in Him. And He will surely accomplish His purpose for you. You see, we have to be more aware of Allah than ourselves, than our people in our lives, than our problems, their problems, things in our life, things that we want. When you have that level of awareness, Allah consciousness, that He is supreme beyond our understanding and He's humble, that it's because of Him we are. And because of him we continue to be Humble ourselves before Allah From that level of awareness We can then make dua That the dua will be answered But if you are more focused on you Before Allah The people before Allah The situations before Allah Then you are identifying with creation And denying the creator Do you understand? So this was the message of Ibrahim salam, And he, I just want to spend, make two points in addition to this One being that he was attached to his son And Allah tested him to see, to guide him through the test That will you sacrifice your son? And he went about it And at three places he was tempted Shaitan came to him. This is one of the rites in Hajj, in Mina, they do the pelting. And it came, Shaitan came to tempt him. And at every time he moved forward. And eventually the time came for him to, you know, sacrifice that which he was most attached to in this world. And when he was ready to sacrifice that which he was most attached to in this world, he didn't need to. Because it's not about sacrificing things in this world It's about sacrificing your neediness for things in this world The attachment of things in this world You don't have to discard your children You just don't have to make them more important than Allah That's all You don't have to discard money and throw it away You just don't have to make it more important than Allah If you make Allah first This is the message of that story that 
the child mustn't die, your attachment for the child mustn't die. You mustn't lose your child, you mustn't lose your money, the things of this world, your attachment for it. Your focus on that so much so that it is so, so important. I can't do without it. I can't live without it. I must have it. So much we put our attentions in our, in our lives on certain things, obsessing about them. But in that moment we deny Allah and it costs us. See, it costs us. So with that, you know, I haven't done justice to the topic. But again, the most important thing is... Worship Allah. The Quran says we have created the jinn and the human that they may worship Allah. We are here, we have been given life and opportunity to enjoy life in a halal way. Because of Allah we can taste food, see in color, hear, we can laugh, we can be happy, we can love, we can experience sensual, sexual pleasures in a halal way. He has considered us, if you try to count the blessings of Allah, you can't, this world is important, but not more important than Allah. That is the message that I want to give you. That first focus on Allah, before the world, then focus on the world. See, shukr alhamdulillah again to Maulana Abdul Karim for giving me this opportunity to be with my brothers and sisters here in Pelican Park and to glorify Allah because He is worthy of worship and He is worthy of praise and all thanks be to Him and I am among those who humble myself and I am grateful to be among believers. The Quran says the believers must come together and bow together. Must come together. But we come together as believers, real believers. Not acting believers, real believers. And we come together and we bow in prayer together. It's a great privilege to bow in, pleasure, in prayer to, and worship Almighty Allah with you, my brothers and sisters here in Pelican Park. Inshallah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.